You're listening to The Leadership Pod, episode 74, eight leadership qualities that will make you look more professional. Welcome to The Leadership Pod, the go-to podcast for ambitious emerging leaders. I'm Cara Ronan. I'm a leadership coach and best-selling video course creator for Business Etiquette 101, Social Skills for Success, and the Assertive Communication Skills Masterclass. I created this podcast to help you build your brand, visibility, and influence so you can unlock your leadership potential. Enjoy this episode. At the end of December 2021, I published a video on my YouTube channel titled Unprofessional Behavior at Work, Never Do These 7 Unprofessional Things. And that video got a lot of traction right from the moment I published it. It is still performing really strongly today. And what that tells me is that a lot of people are interested in learning what is unprofessional behavior. You don't want to make these professional mistakes, you don't want to appear to be unprofessional at work, especially when you are looking towards leadership. While it's great to know what is unprofessional behavior, that topic is a bit gimmicky to create a podcast episode around. It might be amusing to learn. It might make people click on that video on YouTube and watch it, but it doesn't give you concrete advice that you can use to uplevel yourself and to uplevel your career towards leadership. And that's what I want to give you on this particular podcast episode. And on this podcast overall, I want to give you concrete advice to help you advance into leadership. And you're not going to learn that concrete advice by learning what is unprofessional behavior at work. So today's episode is all about how to be more professional. I'm going to share my eight leadership qualities that if you develop will make you appear to be more professional at work. These qualities are specifically tailored for leadership. They are important for leadership. And by the end of this episode, you will have learned these eight qualities and this knowledge, it will help you boost your level of professionalism in the workplace. Now, if you do like what you learn in this episode, I would love for you to leave a review of this podcast on the platform that you use the most, whether that is Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or Spotify or another one. This will help this podcast to grow and let more people know about the practical and super helpful advice that I share in this session, but in all of the other episodes that I do as well. And if you want more regular advice from me, I only release podcast episodes once a month. So if you want more regular advice, you can find my videos on YouTube. So over on YouTube, I release videos weekly. I cover roughly the same topics that I do on this podcast, but they're given in video format, obviously. So you can see me present, you can see me talk about the topics, I can use titling and text to show you what I am talking about. And that's really helpful in some situations when you want to really emphasize a point, or if I actually need to show you a particular sentence structure, I can do that on the screen a lot easier than I can on a podcast episode. So if you want to find my channel, it is my name, Kara Ronan, K-A-R-A-R-O-N-I-N. So type that into YouTube or to Google and you will definitely find my channel. I am going to pause this podcast for a moment because there is a train coming through right now. 
Okay, the train has passed now, so we can continue on with the episode. We're going to go through eight qualities that you need to have or you need to show if you want to be seen as professional when you are a leader. These qualities will be a benefit to you at any stage in your career, not just leadership, but some of them are particularly important in leadership because when you're a leader, when you are aspiring to be a leader, you need to show certain qualities that you might not consider important when you are earlier in your career. It's not that they aren't important. It's more that you might overlook them, you might not think about them, or you might not give them any importance when you are beginning your career. So the first quality is honesty. Obviously, that means don't lie. Don't tell people something that's untrue purely to serve your own purposes. But when it comes to leadership, I'm talking about something more specific. When I talk about honesty as a leader in the workplace, I mean taking responsibility for your actions, owning up to your mistakes, apologizing when you need to. These are all situations or examples of how you can become more honest in the workplace and how you should show more honesty as a leader. So taking responsibility for your actions. If you were responsible for completing a report by Thursday, but you completed it on Friday, one day late, you should take responsibility for that delay. Owning up to your mistakes. If you interrupt someone in a meeting, this often happens because you might be excited about the topic that's being discussed and you interrupt someone because you are excited. You need to take ownership for that mistake because interrupting people during meetings is a mistake. You should apologize to that person for interrupting them. Honesty at every level in your interactions and in your communication is incredibly important in leadership because people you work with need to trust you. When you are dishonest, it creates distrust in the workplace. And when that happens, people don't work well together. You don't trust your co-workers and vice versa. You don't trust your boss and vice versa. So a dishonest workplace leads to a lack of trust. That's why I'm encouraging you to be honest in everything that you do and say. Now, sometimes people can appear to be dishonest simply because they're shy or they're passive. They're too passive or too shy to actually be honest with the people around them. They're too passive or shy to tell people what they truly think and feel. If this sounds like you, because I do know this is a common problem, and to be honest, I have suffered from this myself. You don't want to tell people the truth because you don't want to offend them or you don't want to hurt them. But honesty is incredibly important in the business world and especially in leadership. If you need to learn a more honest type of communication where you say what you think and feel without masking it, but still you're being respectful, then you need to learn about assertive communication. And if you are a regular listener of this podcast, you would have heard me talk about assertive communication many times over the 70 odd episodes I've already recorded. You can actually learn how to be assertive in one of my online video courses, the Assertive Communication Skills Masterclass. It is currently available on Udemy. I will put a discount link on my website so you can access that course at a discount. Uh, my website is executive-impressions.com. If you go to that webpage, you will see a tab at the top that says video courses. Click on that and you will easily find access to the Assertive Communication Skills Masterclass. 
But when you learn how to communicate assertively, it does help you to develop a more honest type of communication where you can tell people confidently, calmly and respectfully as well what you truly think and feel, your opinions, your ideas and your feelings as well. This is all part of learning how to be more assertive. It's really a more honest type of communication. That's how I like to describe it anyway. So I am dragging on a little bit. I will speed I will speed up for the rest of the tips. Number two is communication. Now, communication is really broad. There are many types of communication, uh, assertive communication, like I just mentioned. There is persuasive communication, empathetic communication. You may need to communicate simply to give updates, to give information, or to get buy-in from people. There are so many different types of communication and purposes for communication. But the things that you need to keep in mind when it comes to communication and leadership There are some rules that I want to talk to you about right now. The first one is to communicate clearly and honestly. The second is communicate in a way that others can understand. Number three is to be courteous in all of your communication. Number four is to listen to others. Number five is to not intentionally exclude people from your communication. Number six is to be careful of your tone. These are general rules. All of them are important when you want to appear to be professional. Uh, But the biggest mistake that I see when it comes to communication is not communicating enough. So many people think that they need to say something once and people will get it. They will listen. They will remember. They will act on your message or your instruction. But there is so much noise around us at work or through social media that messages often get lost. They're not noticed. They blend in with the rest of the noise. And that's not something you want as a leader. You want your messages to stand out. You want them to be noticed. You want people to wake up, to listen, and actually act on what you are saying. If you remember one tip for your communication and leadership, it is this. Communicate three times as much as you think you need to communicate. If you feel that you've said your message enough, chances are you haven't. Communicate it again and again. Quality number three is interest. And what I mean by interest is to show interest at work. Show interest in the project you're working on, in the projects other people are working on, interest in the future goals of the team or the company, ask questions, be open to other people's opinions. These are all ways you can show interest at work. And interest is incredibly important because when you look disinterested, You can easily be seen as unprofessional because you look like you don't care. When you look like you don't care, people might wonder why you are on the team, why you were hired for the role, why you're a leader. Think about how you can show more interest in other people, in other projects, or in your company overall. And I can guarantee you start showing more interest by asking questions, by being open to other people's opinions, or by suggesting your ideas. If you start showing more interest, people will notice. It will definitely make you look professional and it will definitely put you into the category of being a leader. Quality number four is accountability. When I talk about accountability, what I really mean is to follow through on what you promise, to deliver on your commitments, or let people know if you can't commit, 
Basically, just stick to your word. And this does tie in with honesty, with trust, and also with communication. It's basically about taking responsibility for yourself, responsibility for your actions, your work, and also your results. And when you take responsibility for all of these things, it shows that you are a good leader. But it's not only taking responsibility for you. So leadership is not only about you, and that's one of the mindset shifts you need to make as you move into leadership. It's also about your team. So you need to be accountable for your team and what your team does or says. If your team makes a mistake, you as their leader are partly responsible for that mistake. You are accountable for it. Similarly, if your team succeeds, you are accountable for that team. So you can you can share some of that success. You can share some of that credit for the success they have created. But you also have to share that success with your team. It's not only you who gets to revel in the success that your team has created. So being accountable, it's not only about you. It is about your team as well. Be accountable for your actions, of course, your behavior, what you say, your communication, but be accountable for your team, for their actions, for the mistakes they may make or for the success they may create. So start thinking about whether you show accountability at work and if you don't, how can you improve on this? Quality number five is boundaries. Now, boundaries are incredibly important in the workplace, but they are often overlooked. I find many entry-level professionals, they start work, they don't realize there are boundaries that they should implement or boundaries that they need to respect in the workplace. They often mistake corporate life for life at university or at college where they want to be best friends with their co-workers, where everyone is their best friend in the workplace. Now, I am all for having a positive working relationship with people, but I do believe that boundaries should be in place at work. I do believe that you shouldn't necessarily be best friends with your co-workers. You need to maintain a positive working relationship with them. Absolutely. Absolutely that's encouraged. You want a positive working environment, but you don't need to be best friends with your coworkers because this can cause a lot of problems when it comes to boundaries. Boundaries should always be in place in the workplace. They help you to protect your time, priorities, and goals. They help you to show respect for other people in the office as well, respect for other people's time, priorities, and goals. And this is incredibly important in leadership. It becomes more important as you climb higher in your career. So don't be afraid to set boundaries when and where you need to. Learning how to communicate assertively will definitely help you in setting boundaries because this is a huge part of assertive communication. So check out that Assertive Communication Skills Masterclass if you want help in that area. And this leads us seamlessly into number six, quality number six, which is respect. Respect functions just like honesty in the workplace. Without it, the workplace falls apart. You need to have respect for your coworkers, for your team members, for your boss, for other departments as well. If you don't have respect for all of these people or all of these departments, people can easily feel they're being taken advantage of. They might secretly start to dislike you, which is not something you want to happen when you are a leader or aspiring to be a leader. 
And when people start to dislike you, you can easily get a negative reputation as a leader, a reputation that you are not professional. I don't think that is the environment you want to create around you. I don't think that is the reputation you want to create for yourself. So think about whether you currently show respect at work. Do you show respect for your coworkers, for their priorities? Do you show respect for your team, your team members? Do you show respect for your department or the company overall? If you don't, how can you show more respect? Start thinking about that. So quality number seven is meetings. And I bring up the issue of meetings because I don't want you to make the mistake of holding back in meetings. A lot of people do this. They think it's polite or professional if they don't speak up, if they don't, if they're not loud in the meetings. And I know many people who are listening to this podcast, you might fall into that category. Holding back in meetings, why you might feel it's being polite, why you might feel you are being polite by not being too outspoken, it isn't being professional. Because you were hired to do a job. The company is paying you to do a job. They're paying you for your ideas and for your opinions. That's why you get your paycheck every week or every month. People want to know what you think. If you hold back from telling them your thoughts, your opinions, your ideas during meetings because you're shy or introverted, you're not giving the company what they're paying you for. You're not giving your ideas and insights, which is why you earn your paycheck. You're making yourself look unprofessional and it's having an opposite effect that you want. So start talking more in meetings. Certainly don't monopolize them. You don't want to be the most outspoken person in the room and the one who does all of the talking. But make sure you don't hold back your thoughts or your opinions, especially when you are asked for them. Quality number eight is time management. So good time management will make you look professional. It helps you show respect for other people's time. It helps you show respect for their boundaries. It helps you stick to your commitments and it shows that you can be trusted as a leader, which is obviously really important in leadership. I get it though, it's not always possible to have good time management skill. We can easily get overwhelmed during our work day or our work week. We get busy. And I think it's unreasonable to ask anyone to use good time management skill 100% of the time or to expect people to have good time management skill 100% of the time, you know, because things happen. But you do need to show the effort and at least try to stick to your commitments the majority of the time. This will help you create a reputation of somebody who has good time management skill rather than someone who was just disorganized. So how can you show good time management skill? This is really easy. All you have to do is stick to your commitments, stick to your deadlines. If you are going to be late on a project or on an appointment, for example, communicate that to the other person or communicate that to the people involved. Tell them the reason why. So we're linking back to the quality of communication being important. These are all linked. You see all these eight qualities, they are all linked and they are all really important. The other way you can show good time management skill is to arrive at meetings a few minutes early. This is a fantastic tip that I do share with many emerging leaders, especially those who like to network 
those who want to expand their network and meet more people because when you arrive early at a meeting, it's a fantastic networking opportunity. It gives you a chance to have a talk, to have a chat with other people in the meeting room who may have also arrived early just like you. And sometimes those people can be senior decision makers, people in charge of your next promotion. So the quicker or the more you get to know those people, the better it is for you. You can also prepare for work in advance, so don't leave things to the last minute. This ensures that you are never rushing to finish a project and do a half-decent job, which can easily happen when you leave things to the last minute. So those are some simple ways you can improve your time management or make sure that you show good time management skill as a leader. There's basically no secret way to becoming more professional as a leader. All of the tips that I shared with you are based on human decency. They're based on respect. They are all human traits that you can and you should display as a leader, both inside and outside the office. None of them are difficult. None of them are impossible for you to achieve or for you to use. But sometimes we need a bit of a reminder of what to focus on or what is important. Especially when we get busy in our work-to-work day, we might lose a bit of direction. We might lose focus on what is really important. What are the qualities that are important that I need to show and display as a leader? So I hope this episode has given you that direction and that reinforcement as well. I'll quickly recap the eight qualities that I shared with you before we wrap up. Number one is honesty. Number two, communication. Number three, interest. Number four, accountability. Number five, boundaries. Number six, respect. Number seven, meetings. Number eight, time management. So thank you so much for listening. If you did enjoy this episode, please leave a review on the podcast platform that you use the most. Don't forget, you can get my advice on a more regular basis over on YouTube. I share videos there on a weekly basis. So find me on YouTube. The channel is my name, Kara Ronan. Thank you so much for listening and I will talk to you in the next episode. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Leadership Pod. Thank you so much for listening. If you did find some useful tips in this episode, then please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Don't forget to check out my YouTube channel where you'll find videos to help you advance as an emerging leader. And I would love to hear from you via social media. You can find me on LinkedIn, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. The links are on my website. Take care and thanks again for listening.